Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Football is back, and so is Cash the Ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni every week this fall. That's picks, parlays, and that's sweet, sweet value. Cactus included on all the NFL and college football matchups. Full breakdowns on the biggest games, but if you have a life, you don't have 45 minutes to spare, we've got you. We're the most on-demand podcast. We're catered to you and the teams you love. That's Cash the Ticket. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Brian, it is now time for our Dean Julia Love of the Star mailbag. It's where we turn things over to our dear, sweet listeners. I'll knock out the first question right away that we got. Uh, uh, A young man named Carter Freeman says, will you be on video this time? Yeah, Carter, we're on video right now. So there you go. Just for you, Carter. That was for you. Uh, First question here from Mario. He says, the Eagles have been successful sprinting a player, usually A.J. Brown, across the formation right before the snap and running RPO. The edge defender is put in a position to choose between the motion man in the flat, the running back, or the quarterback. What's the best way to defend against that? Well, it's all about the, you know, again, if if you're playing man coverage, you got to have a guy that goes with the motion. Yep. So that's it. Then you have a guy that's responsible for, you know, like I said, to me, it's been, the it's either been handoff or pull it and throw the screen. So to me, it's all about the discipline of, if you're playing man coverage, you know, your guy, you have to take your guy. So if you're running with the motion, you got to stay with the motion. You know, if you're responsible, if you're one of the linebackers, if you're Bell or Clark or one of those guys and you're responsible for a swift on the dive, you got that. That's you, you know. And then on the outside, there's probably going to be another – there's probably going to be one other guy or two other guys that are out there blocking if they yeah. throw the ball. because. Everybody kind of runs sideways, and then one guy goes up and blocks. So, you, with the the best way to play that, especially with much man coverage, is you got to attack that. You've got to attack the the uh, as soon as you see as soon as you see them do that retreat and then go up. It, it's like they kind of retreat and then go up. Attack that. Just go attack that because. The ball's likely if it's pulled, the ball's going to come to the outside. You got to prevent the wheel too. Is another thing. You yeah. Know, maybe an inside, uh, you know, a pick, and then the wheel, the motion guy wheel behind that. So you got to be ready, but you got to attack that as soon as you see those guys retreat. You got to go after it, and then it comes down to the linebackers being able to handle. One linebacker handles the ball. The other linebacker likely handles the the quarterback where he, you know, if he pulls. Yeah, it's, it sounds hurts ain't going to pull much. I mean, you got to be. They, they got we've got maybe crash a ends. You got to play discipline. You got to stay. You know, it's I watched I watched um, 
I watched, uh, was it Duke or Notre Dame? It was a college game. And there was, I think it might've been Duke where there was a slant and then a replace slant yep. and replace, you know, there's, there's ways to the way to do it. I mean, slant inside charge takes a quarterback replace over the top, then becomes the guy that takes the pull, the, the pull or the, uh, the, or if it's, if it's uh if it's handed off, it's the slant guy. If it's the pull, it's the over the top guy. Yeah, and, and see, this sounds like a cop Sorry, out that was a little a bit. Lot of, lot of no, 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 no. No, that's that's good. That's exactly what we were looking for. It sounds like a cop out, but essentially, what it comes down to is uh, defensive schemes have rules in place. Like, okay, hey, when this happens, you do the like. Like, there are tons of rules and and things in place on defensive schemes that say, hey, when you see this, your your job is to do yeah, this. You keys. do this. Yeah, they have these keys, and they they they've got the response to all of those things that you you brought up there about what if it's this what if it's this what if it's this so they've got the answer for that it's just a matter of how fast do you see it and do you read it the right way and are you disciplined so as as much of a cop-out as it sounds like they've got the answer for it already it's just a matter of are the guys playing disciplined on defense are the defensive are your guys on defense playing disciplined and seeing it quickly and reacting to it the right way the problem with dallas is when they're bad on run defense it's usually bad fits Yep. Bad fits or guys trying to play hero ball, R- jumping around blocks, leaving gaps. Taking the wrong gap, yeah. Yeah, guy jumps around a block, guy gets cut off from the play, and now you got a now you got a, a two a two gap hole for somebody to have to run through. Yeah. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's tough. Next next question here from Aaron. He says, when Brian says that Jason Kelsey cuts the defense in half, what does that mean? Yeah, appreciate the, uh, the question there. And when and it used to be Travis Frederick would do the same thing when he is uncovered when he is uncovered his ability to step play side say the ball's going to going outside zone to the right okay he steps to his right he snaps steps to his right they get a backside they get a backside uh, uh scoop block or a cutoff block they get a backside you know that block and now Kelsey goes up onto the linebacker and so what happens is you got the backside scoop that's taken care of. Now you got the center up, play side. And if a guy comes his way, he takes that guy. But if the guy goes away, if he sees his foot go away, he goes up on the second level. So now you've got backside cutoff, center up on linebacker. Now you've cut the defense in half. Now all now everything is flowing. And now the back, the back sees, the back reads the center's block. He presses, he presses front side to the right. He sees all of a sudden now the defense is cut in half. The, you know, the left side of the defense is cut in half. Nobody's able to, there's nobody in position. So the ball just goes right behind the guard, the tackle, the tackle guard, and then the center. And the center, when Kelsey gets out, he, he, he gets that final block and that keeps the defense and it cuts in half where the ball can go right up in behind him. See, look at that. That's a, that's a, that's what you come to love with the Star Force. Brian's yeah. breakdowns like that. And like you said, that, that's something that Cowboys fans, if he, if they probably saw it, uh, like, you know, if, if it's like, hey, here's some examples of it, 
it yeah. would, like you say, it register of like, you, oh, I saw Travis Frederick do that a million times. Like, like Travis it, Frederick was one of the best. I, I mean, him and Kelsey and these guys, when they could step front side and all of a sudden they see the shoe of the defender go away, and now they're up. Now they're up on the linebacker. And, and we've seen it plenty of time with Zeke. He pressed and then cut, press, yep. cut, press, cut. That's, you know, when you see the ball go behind the center, that's usually because they've cut the defense in half. Next question here from Luke Sweeney. Does, does since we're talking about center play already, does Dallas have a problem at center? Because I think I, I know you've been on better. board of Biotis has played better recently. Gotten do you th- do you think that's because let's be honest, he was banged up early in the season. He's been could banged be. up for a while. Could be. It, it could be that he's just kind of. There was a mic'd up segment this week. Uh, I don't know if you saw it, where Dak had uh, you know he's like, all right guys, come on, you know I'm with you, and and Biotis. Kind of like you, you can tell Dak is reacting to. All right, all right, if if you need me to slow down, like I'll slow down. Like like the tempo was, it looked like it was getting to be oddish a little bit. Yeah. Like like, yeah. hey, if we need to pull back a little, like say, and Dak had to tell him, he's like, hey, I'm with you. If if you need me to 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 yeah. slow things down, I, I'm with you. But man, Biotish has been, I think, a lot better recently. He's been one of the improvements, and and that's probably also a function of this entire unit is finally playing together consistently. That helps a ton. The ability to gel and do those things. But Biotis is playing better. I think he looks healthier lately. And one of the things that I don't want to trade away from Biotis for, for another center, like, like, you know, just whoever it would be, he he plays with an edge. He's yeah. he's one of your he's one of your bullies who mm-hmm. who really helps set the tone. It is very important in that building and has been in the Garrett days, still is in the McCarthy regime. They like tone setters. Like, I mean, they'll, I don't want to say as much as they'll trade some ability for it, but it is absolutely a trait that they like. They like the guys who have the edge. One of the things that consistently from Garrett to McCarthy, when you used to hear them talk about Ezekiel Elliott, they said, I I was talking to a coach on staff one time and he said, you have no idea what it does for those guys on that side of the ball when they see Zeke doling out punishment. Yeah. Like you have no idea what it takes out of that other team and you have no idea how it elevates and kind of juices our guys up. And so different position, obviously, but I think Biotish gives them a little bit of that juice. I, th- I think that that edge that he has helps everybody kind of lock in a little bit. Man, they've drawn the short straw all year long to having to deal with these defensive tackles. It's been they haven't had a you, game. You've been getting the they, <laughs> yeah, who, Donald, a, Dexter yeah, Lawrence. They, yeah, <laughs> they haven't had a game where they haven't had to deal with some inside monsters. You know, and this will be a big one this week because – Philadelphia will push the middle of the pocket. That's how mm-hmm. they get pressure. They'll push and hope that their edges can get it home and squeeze. And But they're going to be Otis, Smith, Martin. They're going to have to play some power football uh, this weekend for this, this game. Because, you know, whether it, all these, all these, all these uh, Philly defenders inside, all these tackles are big guys that can push big time. Yeah, they they've had a quite a run, like you mentioned. I mean, you've you've taken on pretty much every single good defensive tackle yeah. that, that the NFL has to offer. If if there's been a gauntlet there, you've gotten Dexter Lawrence, you've gotten Deron Payne, you've gotten Aaron Donald. Like it's just been never ending. And then you get this week again, Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter, the uh, the two Georgia kids. That does it for us here today on the Love of the Star podcast. Thanks so much for listening. We appreciate you guys so much. For Brian Broaddus, I'm Bobby Belt. We will talk to you guys again later.